Brave Browser's marketing campaign, and tech company alienation. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is brought to you by the Mac Voices Slack, available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up today at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Tuesday night. It's 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you happen to be. We are live at youtube.com slash TV, and we would love to have you join us in the chat room. There are already some of our friends gathering there. We expect more any second now. Um, so it's always a good time. And if you can't be here tonight, well, we understand. Um, catch up with uh, this and all the Mac Voices live episodes in the feed at a later date. And then mark your calendar and come back next Tuesday because we'll be here and you should be too. So the, the panel is already out of control. Um, and <laughs> so I, I will tell you that, you know, this is another reason that you should subscribe to Mac Voices After Dark because you can see what I deal with when we have the unedited stuff. Um, and it is disturbing, definitely. Let's find out. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Um, it's uh, a lot of pollen here flying around central Pennsylvania. Um, let's go around the room, see who's here, and then we'll uh, take off. Um, the, the arrangement on my screen is a little bit different tonight. Mr. Jim Ray is here first. Jim, great to have you. I am. I showed up early. Yeah. So you get the uh, top spot. Good job. Good job. Mr. David Ginsburg is here as well. He got the second top spot. Well, it's good to be here either way. And uh, glad to uh, be here. And I'm um, just uh, soaking up the nice, warm, 100-degree weather here today. But uh, <laughs> other than that, it's, uh, it's a beautiful day. I'm always glad to be here on Tuesday night. Soaking is probably the, <coughs> yeah. hmm. Soaking is probably the right word, David. Yeah. Uh, Warren Squar has shown up again, so his wife must still be out of town. I'm starting to wonder if he's actually married. I am, and she's actually, she is home. She's upstairs. Uh, I saw her once from a distance. At least I think it was her. Um, okay. I might need sure. to backtrack to that at some point because I don't think that would ever happen. But yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> we're, are you being serious? As serious as I ever am, Warren. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, um, <laughs> we're doing good. Um, gearing up, I'm taking a week off next week. We're actually going to see, um, speaking of hot, we're going to see uh, the stadium concert, tour concert in uh, in the Philadelphia Phillies uh, stadium. It's going to be super hot. But we got so Motley Crue. We got Def Leppard, Joan Jett, Ooh. and Poison. Oh, it's a four hour, four and a half hour concert. I kind of sleep up now. That'll be that'll be great. That that's a great bill. I wish John I was higher on the on the bill, but you know, I saw them in Wrigley Field off Leopard, and they were with Journey and uh, the Pretenders. Yeah, it's the stadium tour. I hear Def Leppard's still pretty good. They are. Tommy Tommy Lee just broke his ribs, so he's not going to be there. That's, these there. Motley yeah. Crue people just keep breaking ribs. Well, they, you know, the, the other one, the lead singer, fell off the stage. Anyhow, well, they're at the yeah. broken hip stage, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Like yeah. that's right. Like we wow. could, we can't yeah. move. Wow. We could rock, but we can't yeah. move. Well, and I'll throw in just this editorial comment that if you haven't heard it, uh, check out the new the newest Steph Leppard album. It is uh, really, really good. It so, is. I'm anyway. excited for it. 
Um, Jeff Gamut is here as well. Jeff, good to have you as always. Chuck, it's always a high point of my week to get to hang out with you. It's always, I'm, I'm always shocked at what you all come up with, especially pre-show and post-show. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Mr. Guy Searle. Hello. Joined us. Um, Guy, I wanted to ask you, you know, when you thought you saw Warren's wife, could that have been a stand-in that he hired? It very well could have been. You know, it, it could have been a ruse. But it's okay. not political. Okay, good. Guy sold me a he sold me a webcam once and a microphone. I'm wondering if he disabled. Did I? Did I really? Did you? Yeah. I don't know about the microphone, but the it's the, the, the fast. It's like the time I sold him a MacBook Air and I could see where exactly where he was oh. because I didn't turn off finding my phone. Remember that? And you couldn't use it. <laughs> Anyhow. Just bought an M1 MacBook Pro, 16 inch. Oh, that's good. Nice. Wait good. a minute. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's good. Enjoy. I was going to get the... Actually, you know what? This isn't the time to talk about this. This is Chuck's show. What? No, that's okay. But you, you went. You said MacBook Pro, though. So you went with the yes. M1. You did not go with the M2. No, it's an M1 Pro. Um, okay. B&H, sure. sorry. Let's the same scratch any names of companies. They had $200 off of a 16 gig, one terabyte M1 Pro MacBook exact, Pro. Exact machine I have. I got and the, it was... They're going on sale now. Yeah, so. twenty four hundred bucks. Nice. Is that is that the big one? That's not the the small. That's Six, the big one? Sixteen the big inch. One. Yeah. Sixteen inch wow. with the one wow. terabyte. Well, I'd been, Gaz and I had been talking on the MyMac podcast last week, and we were both kind of like, "Well, you know, that M2 MacBook Air, it is so pretty, especially yeah. that that midnight blue one." And I kind of priced it out how much it would cost me to get it. And right around that same time earlier today, uh, my son Peter came in and was saying, yeah, his girlfriend was to talk to me about getting a new laptop. And I happened to be looking at the company's page where they were selling this, this M1 Pro 16-inch MacBook Pro. And it was like, okay, kill two birds with one stone, buy the MacBook Pro, give the MacBook Air to my, my son's girlfriend. So all done. Perfect. And it's, it's going to come tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow. In, in stock and being no tax, at least in my state. I don't know about yours. No, you got no tax Virginia tax. has tax. Yeah, it's like 120. You got to pay tax everywhere now. That's that. That's yeah, is that gone? long gone. That, 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 that's long gone. Up until last year, yeah. I thought. <clears throat> yeah, it's been so it's fine. You know, I'm I sh- surely would have been very, very happy with an M2 uh MacBook Air. <clears throat> But I think I will be just as delighted, especially when I go to the MacStock Conference and Expo, which will be on July 23rd and 24th of next month, because that's July. That is. Um, so <laughs> that, a month away. And I'll have this. I'll have this beautiful uh, MacBook Pro, but it's, I won't be able to use it because I'll be running cameras. So I don't, I'm not sure what's going to happen with me next month. I'm very confused, Chuck. It's all call me Shirley. God, we never know what's going to happen with you. So that's not exactly something new. He's going to bring at least 15 mics with him. You know that. No, no. no. Oh, sure. <laughs> One suitcase dedicated to cable. Suitcase. Two. Just mics. I'm bringing two Rode NT Mini USB mics, no audio interface, 
and and just a couple of um, uh, mic stands. And his Rodecaster Pro too. Nope, I'm not going to buy it now, or at least not for a while. I just bought the MacBook Pro. I can't afford it. But but he will have uh, one of those U-Haul trailers uh, with all yeah. his cables dragging yeah. behind in the car. No, no, yeah. no. Two USB-C to USB cables. That's all I need. He's That's fine. it. Okay, good. Good. Hey, this Mark Fuccio like is here as well. Yeah, we got to get Mark here. Yeah, yeah. Mark, <laughs> Mark is here. And Mark, I don't know what Hearst Castle is. Can you enlighten us? Oh, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, you know, once upon a time, way back when, uh, you know, there was a guy named William Randolph Hearst, who was uh, the son of, a, you know, uh, I guess another Willie Hearst, who, no, George Hearst, who made a fortune in mining in California and Mexico. And William Randolph Hearst, uh, you know, was fighting with Pulitzer for, uh, you know, sort of a tabloid newspapers. Uh, and when he father died, he inherited the wealth and uh, he built a huge castle in the central coast of uh, California. Uh, he imported as one does, uh, as one does. <laughs> you know, sure. and he imported uh, you start after World War One in the Depression. He bought up all sorts <laughs> of art objects from families and uh, in Europe. And uh, he built a giant uh, Pleasure Castle and uh, conducted his business from there for a while. And then when he died, uh, the family realized, holy, this costs a fortune to keep it up. So they gave it to California State and uh, they've turned it into a park. So uh, that's what Hearst Castle is. And the Hearst Corporation continues today. It's a private uh, family corporation that you know has all sorts of newspapers and magazines and you know, TV shows. So it's nice to see not... Uh, Every company has, or every corporation or family has turned into poppers. The, you know, they actually seem to know how to keep their money and concentrate it and increase it. Yeah, well, I, I, enough I, about Hearst. You when you said Pat William Randolph Hearst, Hearst you know, I, I yes. figured that had, might have something to do with it, but I had no idea about the castle. That's really interesting. Yeah, that Chuck, Hearst, uh, he's the worst. Yeah, Chuck, Pardon? if you really want to screw with uh, people's minds, you take him to Winchester House and tell him you're taking him to Hearst Castle. <laughs> Apparently, California people get it. But okay, they're, 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 no, I get yeah. it. I, I, but, I'm uh, surprised you haven't heard of that. It's very famous out here. Uh, well, I'm on the wrong coast for you. Should you should Google it? It's it's a pretty interesting, spectacular. Yeah. I've Maybe never been. My wife actually went there, but uh, I've never been. But I know of it. I've yeah. never well, been. I've driven by it on the road and seen lots of TV shows about it. <laughs> well, Mark, Mark was impressed enough with it to buy the T-shirt. So that right there says it's pretty impressive. So and a ghost mic, right? And a ghost mic, yeah. Ghost mic, yes, yes, yes. The mic, mic is there, but we can't see it. Um, a couple things to get through this week, guys, and um. The first one, I was curious, did anybody else get one of these? No. Yeah, I, I did. Think, Jim, I Jim did you said one. you did. Yeah. Um, this is a postcard from Brave, the Brave browser. It says you should own your data, not Google. Um, and you can switch switch for free, according to them. I don't quite understand you know, what I'm switching at brave.com slash my data. You're switching but, your web browser. Away from yeah, I guess the fact that they I, know I, your address is said, I'm out. Mine said, well, mine they got it from Google Data. Yeah. Mine, said, <laughs> yeah. mine said current resident. Yeah, oh, mine okay. too. 
So that's, I guess that's just, easy. That, that's easy to get. Yeah, I guess they just papered it. But I just thought this was very, very interesting. I haven't seen anything like this in a long, long time. Jim, I think you said really since the AOL days. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, it's direct mail. Direct mail marketing is becoming a thing again because people are so good with spam filters and just deleting crud that they don't want to see. Uh, and you know, a lot of volume of junk mail has declined. So, you know, it's increasingly a way to get uh, somebody's attention. We have uh, on the way to Philadelphia, there's probably five or six large DuckDuckGo ads along the way. So well, if they're not monetizing through advertising, how are they staying in business? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. That and how do you know the billboards cost money? What they send Chuck costs money. What are they doing to make money? Yeah. A, a lot of these companies, they have the, the public facing product and then they have a service that they offer that's like an enterprise level or, or a corporate level thing that um, that doesn't rely on needing uh, public awareness. And so then they have whatever their other thing is that actually generates revenue. And then you get the, uh, you know, like a free browser out of it. Is um, it publicly available? Like, could I find out what DuckDuckGo's other money-making businesses are? If I was curious. I would assume so. I mean, so for some companies, so. it's it, they make it very clear. Um Zoho, that's a good example. Zoho makes uh, a a free invoicing right. tool. Uh, and I mean, it's like a really, really good product. And it's just free. That's it. Anyone can go use it. Yep. But then they have this whole suite of other uh, products that they, that they make for uh, companies. And that's where they make their money. Yep. Right. But that, that's the advertising, right? They give out the free product to people who might come to the company and say, hey, we use this and it's great. Yeah, yes. Yeah. In their case, yes. It's totally Which is uh, working legit as advertising. And fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying a company shouldn't advertise. They, they should, uh, actually. But, um, you know, for some of these companies, you just got to be you know, curious of what their money making businesses are, whether you agree with their policy, whether you agree with what they do, you know, things like that. We've, you've heard, the one story, right? With the was it the DuckDuckGo that's given Microsoft some kind of deal on data? Or is that the one? Yeah, we, one? we talked about that. I guess the week you were gone, Warren, and because yeah. um, the because I had made um, an article of the day out of one of the articles, one of the clickbait bait articles, <clears throat> and um, I got a tweet, a very professional tweet from the CEO of DuckDuckGo, pointing to a Reddit post. That he had made that explained what was going on. And it's not nearly as nefarious by any means as what you know all the major news sites would have had you believe. Um, you know, that it, it has to do with contractual obligations and all, but it was not like, yeah, they're they're trying to hide behind this and sell the yeah. the uh, the information. So no, no, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I think uh, I'm not saying think, they are or not. I'm just it's curious, you know, how they're yeah, and Mark posted the article of how to make money. So yeah, well, they say basically they rely on uh, keyword advertising and, you know, they don't have all the data Google does. So they'll obviously can't be as profitable as Google, but I guess there's enough uh, money out there in advertising that uh, they can skim a little bit and stay profitable. Yeah. Well, Mark, that's what I was going to say, because and I'm, I'm just trying, I just, uh, I don't have Brave on this machine, so I'm just launching it now. Um, but 
you know, I think Brave or DuckDuckGo don't necessarily have no ads. It's just that they're not mining your data to show you, you know, right. the ads that they think, you know, you, you should see. They just have, you know, it's almost like a bulletin board driving down it's, the It's keyword based. Is it a keyword? Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's and that's a direct from DuckDuckGo, that piece of information. They they also do affiliate. So um um you if you're buying or they, they have Amazon and eBay affiliate codes. So they're making some money from that. Right. So if you searched for underpants, for example, Jeff, uh, mm-hmm. you get all sorts of ads that you just completely ignore. You would just get pictures of Jeff. You wouldn't even get the ads for the underpants. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, I just launched Brave. I, I did a search for it. Okay, for no so Brave reason. makes their uh, money through banner advertising. Okay, there you go. But not targeted, keyword-based. So if I'm on Brave and I type in uh, Guy Searle, I might get, um, you know, I literally might get an, a microphone ad because it might parse his stories or his post, maybe, of what he posts, like on uh, mymac.com, things like that. I don't know. Um, if you've heard of... of uh... Um, uh, crap, I just saw it. Brave Rewards. Yeah. That's, uh, that's part of, uh, their banner advertising, uh, scheme for re- revenue generating. That's what Microsoft has it too for Bing. It's, they're huge on Bing Rewards, everything. Yeah. And, and Jeff, I might be a little careful with the word scheme because, you know, look. Well, okay. So I'm using so it in the, in the literal def- dictionary definition, not okay. in the emotional, twisting of the mustache right yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, there's business schemes and that's i mean yeah when you put a word in front of scheme it's it's one it could dicey right i mean it just you know these browsers and, and it's interesting because in my mind they're just putting themselves right in the gun sites of anybody that thinks that they can find any place, just like what happened with DuckDuckGo, they find anything that looks just that much out of line, and they splash it all over the place to get mm-hmm. the clicks for their site. And you know, then it's a detriment to DuckDuckGo or Brave or anybody else that you know values privacy and, and advertises privacy. So people are people are skeptical, and people are paranoid, and people don't understand, as probably me, how these companies are just giving their product away and not, you know, and why, you know, they they start asking the questions and that's why reporters love these kind of stories is because they love telling the people that, Hey, your, 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 your intuition might've been right because blah, 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 blah. And that's how they get the clicks. Yeah. And, and again, I have no problem with them publicizing if they do enough research and, and report it accurately. That's, but, but the, the clickbait thing is what, you know, what I felt bad about perpetuating that it just, you know, I mean, it's it's natural because we all believe, it seems like we all believe that the big companies, especially the browser companies or the social media companies are out to make money off on, on the backs of our personal and private information. And, you know, there are yeah. a couple of them out there that that seems to be very, very true. And there are others that, you know, maybe not so much. Today's Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Slack. The Mac Voices Slack is where you can connect with the members of the Mac Voices Live panel and other Mac Voices patrons. 
Get in on the discussions, agree or disagree with our opinions, and get your voice heard. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices. And thanks for supporting Mac Voices. Yeah, well, I would point out that, um, so I use Firefox. And it had, so do I. Well, actually, I, I, use, I use Safari for, you know, for most uh, sort of uh, you know, personal projects and business projects and things. But if I need to go and surf you know, the Wiley web, I use Firefox because I've got a variety of plugins that uh, you know, download, you know, that prevent downloading of you know, foreign JavaScript uh, files, which you know, are immense. You know, some media sites, and uh, I'm thinking of CNN, you know, they, their pages are just uh, you know, obese with the amount of crap that they uh, download. And just by not downloading it, you know, just speeds up uh, your browser time performance. Uh, and then also, uh, you know, there's another browser where you can stop it from executing JavaScript unless you explicitly give it, priv- you know, privileges to do so. So, you know, that between the two, you know, you get a faster experience and you avoid a lot of the really intrusive uh, practices that people do uh, by exploiting uh capability that you know they you download a javascript file and it just runs automatically in your browser and you you don't even know it's there and you don't know what it's capturing and sending out and etc 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 so uh it's good to see that other browsers are coming out there um you know frankly i'm surprised that maybe there's sort of a you know a new generation of uh browsers coming on i guess given by people seeing uh the success that uh, you know, Apple's uh, you know, tracking transparency had, app tracking transparency to ATT, that uh, there are a bunch of browsers you know, trying to ride a new wave of uh, privacy concerns to uh, financial success. I hear, uh, I hear Internet Explorer is looking for a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Don't you worry. We'll get to that. Uh, David, you have uh, something? Yeah, I was going to add. Uh, DuckDuckGo is in beta testing right now their own browser. I mean, I I, I got in on that. So there, you have another. There you have there another option here with with private browsing is is using their browser. I've I've been playing with it a little bit, and uh, it uh, it seems pretty decent. You know, again, I don't know if DuckDuckGo is going to really want to have much advertising relates to it, so you might feel safer to use that, but. Um, like you said, I mean, when we start talking about Internet Explorer, I mean, I mean, there's we could have a long conversation here about browsers. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's it, it, I I feel that's it's a great thing that DuckDuckGo is doing by you know, not only I mean they've always had the app on on iOS and iPad OS, but um, never never a dedicated browser on the Mac. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Hey, it's gonna Jeff Gammon, mm-hmm. Jeff Gammon, are you using Edge? Uh yes, I am an Edge user. I use both. I'm Firefox, and at work I use Edge, and I, I like I use both. Edge all the time now, pretty much. Or or yeah. Chrome, but real real fast, a point I'm going to make, and I've made it to I think Guy a few times too. But you can you can use Safari in a manner that's more unsafe than Google Chrome. Google mm-hmm. Chrome has all the same kind of technology in there that Edge and Firefox and even Safari has in their security page. If you go in there, you could do it exactly the same thing and you could use safari and i have that stuff turned on and you know be more exposed in safari the browsers have come pretty much to all the same point where they could all do it i think safari does it more by default than the others and that's good 
um, but certainly other browsers um, could be locked down just as much as pretty much they're all the same at this point. I don't think there's any browser out there. Apple gets a little bit more into the game now with the with the starting with the uh, the, the uh, biometrics. They do a lot more with that when you log into Safari, things like that. Um, and also, you know, there's exciting stuff coming with the that we'll talk about, I'm sure, which is going to be the password word, password lists kind of things and the Pass automatic keys. I'm not a robot thing, which is really cool too. So they're, they're working on it. You're not a robot. Guy is not a robot. Guy, Guy is, is not, not a, a robot. robot. He's a lightning connector, uh, but he's not a robot. It's not a lightning <laughs> I, you know, I'm sorry, I, Dave, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But, but, you know, we've had part of this discussion, I think, in relation to a lot of things. But, yeah. you know, to, using all the ad blockers and everything, I, I absolutely agree um, because I've used, I use some on occasion. Um, but, you know, then you have the issue of, well, if, if they can't make money off the ads because you're blocking them, then what's going to happen to the site? And, Paywall you know, or it goes away. Right. And that's that's the challenge. The trouble is that so many of the sites and perpetrators of, you know, the the ad blocks and ad services take it too darn far. It's a balance. You, you yeah. like to you want to be on the sites that don't inundate you with the ads. But the ones that inundate you with the ads are the ones that you don't want to be on. And that's when it gets a problem. And, and I don't want to call out any sites, but boy, there's some out there that you know some, oh, yeah. that have some really good content. But it's just like they pop up this and they pop up that and they mm -hmm. pop up the other. Yeah, and, well, I mean, basically, a lot of them are like you get like one paragraph in, and then there's a pop up saying, "Well, you can't go any farther unless you agree to have all of our long lasting cookies follow you along to see everything you do." And as soon as I see that, I'm like, "Okay, I'm done with you." You know, mm -hmm. I don't. That's disabled. why I don't go. I don't go to Business Insider anymore because that's that's the kind of BS oh. that they start. Some of them say they're, disable they're your ad blocker to continue. And I'm like, you know, I don't. You know, I, I'll, I'll find a. Uh, yeah, if, find it if I'm on else. a site and it says to you disable your find ad it blocker, somewhere else. Exactly. I'll find yeah. it somewhere else at that point. I yeah. mean, I I feel bad like Chuck is saying because that's how they make the money and they're asking nicely, but it's not that important to me to go into my browser settings and <laughs> do that um, when I'm trying to just read something. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind seeing ads. Um, what I mind is when you make the ads uh, so much of a, of an issue, like an obstacle to get to the content uh, that like, you know, like, Guy was saying, well, you know, let us uh, have our cookies so that we can uh, continue to track you. Um, or you get uh, you get so many pop-ups that you have a window this big, but a space like that where there's the actual content and you're trying to click things away and then a pop-up comes in front of it. Um, you know, hey, subscribe to our newsletter. And if if I have to work that hard, to read your content, I'm not going to read your content. Yeah, the hardest, yeah. The, the, the thing that has really pissed me off lately is when they, basically it, it'll be a story about uh, the royal family and they'll include certain pictures that aren't quite the royal family, but kind of look like it's related to the story to try to get you to click it. And then it goes off onto another site. And it's oh. like, you know, God, that is, it's it's infuriating. It's, it's and it's it's deceptive. And if you have to go to those links 
to make a dollar, well, then you need to be in some other business. That's why I like Apple News. That's just nonsense. That's why I'm using Apple News for the most part. I have started using that a lot more. But I have found, I found once more than once that I'm in Apple News and I open up an article and it's behind a paywall. Uh, So I don't know if they're just letting them slip through or what was happening. Oh, that happens all the time. Oh, all the time. I mean, not on Apple News Plus. That's the whole thing. It's not supposed well, to be. Yes, it depends I have on Apple News yeah, Plus. Yeah, because Washington Washington Post, you don't you don't isn't going to be not a paywall. Washington and, Post, Washington, Barons, Wall, Wall Street Journal. Wall Street Journal does does is open on Apple to, not News Plus, but you don't. Get as I, much it's of not benefits. for me. It doesn't happen because I'm you know subscribed to all the different feeds, and even in the major news stories, if I open something, it's they're never very rarely behind a paywall. After I'm saying that it stops you on the Apple News app. Right. And through the news app, yes. Yeah, and you'll yeah. see there's a little tag, which is easy to miss, subscription. So, and then if you click on it, because you don't notice that, then you'll, it'll be like, this requires a subscription. So, I, um, yeah, plus? I think it's kind of like, you know, why don't they have a setting that's, I don't want to see it. If it's, if I, if I can't see it, then don't even list it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's, you know. Well, again, Apple's incentive, Apple's incentive here is mixed, right? Because, I mean, they ultimately want people to upgrade to Apple News Plus. So, uh, but I that's do why they have Apple News it. Plus. I, I'm not, but I have need, it too. And I'm, I'm you not, need an I'm not seeing what you guys subscription are saying. To whatever this publication is. I, I think you got to check a setting because I have News Plus and. I've only seen maybe I've been using it for since it's come out maybe once or twice. I get stopped with the article, um, but not very often. I thought that was a, I thought that was a whole point of plus that you're I, everything's you see those up. things. I've, I've yeah. had it for a couple of years and I see you know a significant amount of stories that require a subscription all the time. Yeah. And again, you know, it's I mean, you can't give the content away for free at their level. And so, you know, I want to I want to, them to make money. I mean, th- this crosses over into one of my favorite things. And that is, you know, Apple TV plus that Apple TV plus, you know, could they be charging more for the content now as they've ramped up and become more popular? Yeah, but they're keeping it at a very affordable price so that, you know, you almost you, you almost can just you can justify you can justify not canceling. How's that? You know, that, okay, if, if something I'm interested in right now is not on, eh, I'm not going to cancel it yet because, you know, I'm waiting. There'll be something new coming down the road. And it seems like there's always something interesting coming down the road. So, you know, Netflix, I mean, some of these places, some of the streaming services have ramped the prices up, trying to maintain their profitability instead of fighting it in a different fashion. Yeah, we're looking at I, you, Netflix. Well, yeah, Netflix and uh, did Disney raise prices? Do I have that right? Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, didn't they? no, but Netflix did. They uh, yeah. they they started dumping uh, shows that uh, they were producing, and um, and then increased the rates and have mm-hmm. have uh, surprisingly pissed off a lot of their huh. customer base by doing that. And a lot of people wow. can't. That's yeah, that's a surprise. I know, I know. I mean. <laughs> No one could have seen that coming. Our discussion of tech companies alienating their customers with what seem to be obvious mistakes continues in the next edition of Mac Voices and Netflix ends up on the firing line. 
That's next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.